Hi, and welcome to the Valentine's Day edition of the Emmy Awards. Um, I'm your host, Emmy Cardinale, and this is the second episode of my podcast. Um, I'm filming it on February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, um, Monday, and I am having a great time. The first podcast episode was a struggle to get up, but even though it wasn't perfect, I'm happy with the product, I'm happy that I did it, and I'm excited to just keep doing it, and I'm really liking this new routine that I'm hopefully gonna start having where I dress up once a week after on on Mondays and then after The Bachelor I talk for like an hour so um, I'm really enjoying it my father was like Emmy it's an hour and (laughs) isn't that kind of long for a podcast and I was like the podcasts I listen to are like two hours long but I didn't want to like start out making two hour long podcasts because I don't know if anybody will listen to me. Um, and the first one, I didn't really anticipate it going um, as long as it did, but it, it went very long. And so I I didn't think that there were many parts that I could cut out. So I just kept it at one hour. I also had technical issues the first time where my video stopped filming, my phone just quit. And um, so there were like two videos, one was 10 minutes, the other one was 40 minutes. Anyways, not important. Um, so, yeah, this episode is about Valentine's Day and about love. I actually really love Valentine's Day. I think that when you're single, sometimes people are like, Valentine's Day sucks, like, it's the worst, like, you're just reminded that you're single. But I think Valentine's Day is just a very nice day to remember, um, that love is important, like, whether it's platonic love or romantic love. Um, I just love love and I honestly I I love seeing other people in love I'm not bitter if somebody's in a relationship and I'm not and um I'd like to be in a relationship am I upset that I'm single not really because life happens the way it does um and I have been single most of my life I've never well my whole life I've never been in a relationship um I always find it kind of annoying when people are like, I've been single for 20 years. Because it's like, yes, you've been single for 20 years, but you probably haven't started thinking about dating. Like, you probably didn't start thinking about, you probably didn't start thinking about dating, like, when you were zero. Like, you've been single, realistically, for, like, the 10 years that you've been interested in pursuing relationships. Like, that's just a pet peeve of mine. Um, (laughs) Like... You weren't, like, you didn't come out of the womb looking for, like, a significant other. Like, you haven't been active. Anyways, I don't know why that bothers me. It just, it's always bothered me when people are like, I've been 30 for, I've been single for 30 years. It's like, yes, you've been, whatever. Okay. I'm just repeating myself at this point. But anyways, um, I love love and I love seeing people happy. I love seeing people in love. Somebody else's win is not my loss, especially when it comes to love. Like, there's so many people out there. Um... And I've actually, I feel like I've always kind of been very practical when it comes to relationships and, like, feelings for people, like, crushes and stuff in high school. I've always been very, like, scared of confrontation and, like, rejection in, nor- like, in other situations. But I've actually, for most of the time that I've been interested in, like, romantic relationships, I've been very forthcoming and very, like open about it and like in more recent years that's gotten um kind of worse (laughs) and I've kind of become reserved 
um, and kind of just avoid having like telling people that I have feelings for them. But I, I didn't used to be that way. Like I really didn't. I my therapist in high school was actually like I mean for somebody who is like so socially anxious and so self like self conscious, you really just like don't seem to have trouble like telling people you have romantic feelings for them. And I think what it always came down to for me and the, the reason it never really bothered me like it hurts a little bit when somebody rejects you but then you like move on and you're like okay you don't like me anymore like you don't like me that's fine um it's because like and maybe this is like I feel like this is connected to like exploring my sexuality and stuff but like I could never pick who I was like attracted to or interested in like that's not a choice and for me it was like there were there are so many people in my life most of the people in my life who I love dearly and I think they're the most amazing people I wouldn't want to date them. And I think when I was in high school, I was like, well, somebody not wanting to date me doesn't mean they don't like me as a person or it's some judgment on my character. Or, like, it's not about me personally. It's, like, sometimes it's just, like, an immediate thing. And when people rejected me, for the most part, they were very, like, they were nice about it. Like, nobody was like, you're ugly. Like, people were like, I'm not interested. Thanks for letting me know. So I'd, like, move on, and I'd be like, okay, they're not interested. And then, like, in a month, I'd be over it. Um, And then... (laughs) Um, I had my first experience where someone seemingly reciprocated the feelings um, in college, but the problem was that they reciprocated it and then they were like, but I don't want to, like, they were very wishy-washy and they kind of led me on for a while and I was like, I want to be in a relationship, like, I'm not, like, looking to, like, casually, you know, like, I like you, are you, and it was, it was very back and forth it was very confusing and um I think it really like impacted the way I view rejection um because before all of my experiences had been like I will tell somebody I like them and then they like they reject me and that's it and then it's over but like the wishy-washiness of like I like you I don't like you or I like and, and like this guy was not very nice to me I'm not I don't want to like say specific stories because I'm not trying to throw him under the bus um but he did tell me that he thought I was obsessed with him um and I really don't think that I was like obsessed with him I wasn't like stalking him I wasn't like I was very like forthcoming with the fact that I liked him and I thought he liked me too so I didn't like he would hold my hand like it was it was a very weird situation because I genuinely it's not like he set a boundary and I kept crossing it. He was very blurry with the lines. So I thought, okay, he likes me back, you know, like if somebody doesn't like me, I'm not going to like hold on hope that they'll eventually like me and like pine for that or like convince them to like me like that's not how I roll and it's never been how I roll. Um, so that, like, being, like, you're obsessed with me, like, I genuinely, I think that you shouldn't, like, that's such a, like, mean way to say it, and, like, fair, just horrible, truly horrible. So after that, I kind of was, like, I will never tell somebody I like them ever again, because then, because people aren't gonna answer me clearly, like, it would, it just really messed with me, because I was, like, up until that point, I was, like, very clear in my communication, if somebody was, like, no, then I would be, like, okay, cool. But when it was, like, a weird wishy-washy, like, I can't tell, like, that shit drives me crazy. Um, and even when I've, like, gone on, like, dates, if I, like, go on a date with somebody and then they're, like, still kind of talking to me, but they're, like, avoid, like, like, 
not setting up plans or I try to set up plans and they don't listen to me, but then they're still messaging me back. Like, I would just rather somebody be like, I'm not interested in you anymore. Like, it's so annoying. Like, truly, it drives me crazy. Like, and you know something else that drives me crazy is when, like, guys get all weird after they reject you. And it's like, I... I don't care that much. Like, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to pine for you. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, one day. Like, I, I'm i a hopeless romantic, and I do think sometimes with people I had crushes on who, like, it didn't work out because they, like, left college or, like, we, like, didn't, like, it was, like, like, I think about things like that, too, and I'm, like, the timing, but it's not like I'm actively not being open to the idea of dating other people because I'm, like, hung up on somebody. Like, that's just not... As much as I'm a romantic and as much as I love love, like, genuinely, I, I love the idea of, like, big romantic gestures and I love, um, like, relationship, like, like shipping things. Like, a television show, to me, like, the ships are so important. Um, and stuff like that. Like, I am a very romantic, like minded person I I do believe in love I would love to be in a relationship I think um I also view things very practically and if somebody rejects me like I'm not gonna like it's fine like I don't take that personally if somebody's like I don't feel the same way like that's okay you know because there have been people who I can tell have crushes on me and I'm like I'm not interested in them and if they said anything I'd be like that's very sweet but I don't feel that way and I it's not something you can control so it's not something I would ever be mad at somebody about I might be a little sad and I might be like oh that sucks um but I don't know I've also like I've just I've never had somebody reciprocate my feelings and it be like 100% certain and like super clear and like interested in me. So like maybe that's kind of where I'm coming from in this. But yeah, it's it's just kind of like if you don't like me, you don't like me. That's okay. Somebody somewhere out there will. Um and I'm perfectly content with the point I am in my life not being like it, like, I think it would be really lovely to date somebody, and I do think I'm in a very secure, like, I don't think I'm the most mature person ever, but I've done a lot of work on myself, and I am in therapy that um, helps you with interpersonal relationship skills. I'm actually on the interpersonal relationships module, the um, interpersonal relationships or interpersonal conflict, something like that. I'm on that module of DBT right now. So, like, I, I do feel like, and I feel like in general... I try very hard to be, like, to communicate and stuff. And, like, I think, obviously, relationships aren't just romantic. But I do think because of where I am in my life and um, all the work I've done on myself and everything that I've, like, been through, I do feel like I would genuinely be good in a relationship because I am very big on communicating. I'm very big on boundaries. And I also am a very, like, affectionate person who would just love to, like, to show somebody love what like in whatever way that they like because I do believe very heavily in love languages and stuff like that um so I, I I do think it'd be nice to be in a relationship but I also think I am young and I'm enjoying my life right now and I don't really think that it's like it it's like some I also I like I hate dating apps like I genuinely hate dating apps and maybe it's because I just, like, 
I get bored and I just like I, I like I ghost people all the time and I really hate the I feel like ghosting is overused. Like if if we match and we like talk like we have a t- one conversation and then I never respond to you again, like I'm not ghosting you. I'm just no longer responding. Um like it's a lot 90% of the time it's not on purpose. I don't have notifications turned on for dating apps, so I don't like realize somebody sent me a message unless I check the app and I don't check the app like barely ever so then I end up ghosting people obviously if I'm interested in somebody enough I'll be like can I have your like number or something but like 90% of the time I'll just don't respond to people um but I am like in in my wildest dreams I would rather just like be friends with somebody and then eventually like we both like it turns it like you know I hate accidents except when we went from friends to this like that's the dream um or it'd be nice if somebody like just showed me a lot of interest and I was like wow I can I, I like you too because that's never happened to me in my life um most of the guys who've shown me attention are are ones I'm not interested in or they're old <laughs> that's that's a whole other story but, um, like, it'd be nice. It would make me feel really good about myself because I do, like, have certain insecurities, especially surrounding my physical appearance. Um, that, like, most of them just stem from, like, you know, you're told you're, you, you're told by people your whole life that you're ugly. You just start to believe you're ugly. So, like, obviously that stuff, like, it'd be nice to, like, have somebody who's, like, I mean, you're the most beautiful, like, you're so beautiful, like, you're so wonderful. Like, it would be nice. It'd be nice to have somebody interested in me that way. Um, because I know that I have a lot of, like, qualities and skills otherwise, but, like, that's one thing that I've never, like, actually had something that's, like, been, like, very consistent. Um, there have been, like, moments where it's, like, maybe things would have happened if, like, people didn't graduate or, like, things didn't come and go. So, like, that has happened but like I yeah I've never been in a relationship I think because of the circumstances and everything but I don't know I'm trying I will probably try out some dating apps whenever I settle like end up living somewhere right now I'm living with my parents and I don't plan to be here forever um so I'm kind of like I don't really want to like get into a relationship with somebody who lives in D.C. because I don't want to live in D.C. And I, I, yeah, so I don't know. Like, this is the point in my life right now where I'm trying to, like, once I have a stable career path, maybe. Anyways, who cares? I mean, you do if you're tuning in because literally this whole episode is about relationships and my thoughts on relationships. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I really, like, truly don't care if somebody rejects me like you don't need to I have to say though after the weird situation ship I guess with that guy who was very wishy-washy I do have to say that after that I was very like not I was not good like I was like I'm not gonna like it would it would hurt me genuinely I think because it would have triggered me and the ways that that whole thing messed with my mind Um, and beyond just the fact that he led me on, it was like a lot more complicated than that. And I'm not trying to get into it because I'm not trying to air him out on the internet. Um, not that he's ever going to watch this, but if he does, hi, you know who you are. Um, (laughs) and so, and I like, whatever. 
But, um, like, it was a lot more complicated than that, and I had a lot going on my first semester of college anyway, so it all just kind of compounded, and when you're going through really traumatic shit next to, like, somebody, like, with somebody, not necessarily with him, but he didn't make it better, and I'm sure that I didn't make things better for him, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to talk about that. But, um... Yeah, like it, it, everything that happened my first semester of college, like is like is horrible because that was the worst time of my life. So, who knows? But um, and I do just genuinely think we were not supposed to be friends, like or have each other. Like I don't, we're too like whatever. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, but after that, I was kind of like very anxious and. Um, I think after, co- like, COVID, I was, like, a little bit more open to it, and I became kind of more, like, I don't really care. Like, I really don't care. Like, I care. Obviously, I do. And um, I have had instances where I, like, avoid telling somebody I have a crush on them for, like, ever. But that that really just happens when, like, I really like the person as a person and, like, the idea of the rejection making things awkward just like physically hurts me like if that makes any sense like obviously when I like somebody romantically like I like them romantically but there are people who I've like those feelings have developed after like we've been friendly or like I've had them in my life and I really like them and then I start having feelings for them and that just makes it like so hard because I'm like I just I care about you so much as a person and I don't want to tell you that I like you because I don't want things to be different or I don't want you to like think that I'm going to be weird if you reject me and then never talk to me again like I just really don't like the idea of losing people um and a lot of the times it's just like people I just genuinely think are like the best people in the world and I'm like if this changes the way you view me or you don't want to talk to me because you're worried that I miss might misinterpret like it just you know it stresses me out because I'm like I like I promise you if I like you and you don't like me back like that I don't I'm not gonna like get weird around you or like hold out hope that eventually you'll like me because um I feel like 90% of the time that doesn't happen again my dream is like going from friends to this like accidents you know that's the dream just because I, um, I think, like, the idea of dating, like, going purposely and going on dates and, like, like it, it just, it freaks me out because I'm, like, I hate, I hate, I hate this. Like, I hate the, the small talk of, like, like, I, I just don't, like, I, w- I just kind of want somebody to know, like, initial stuff about me so I don't have to, like, so then it could be, like, what do we have, like, spend time, like, do we enjoy spending time together? Are we compatible? I'm more, like, that kind of thing, which is why I would just, it'd be nice if somebody I was, like, friends with, you know, if that makes, if that makes any sense. But I, I don't really know. I really don't know. I, I just think that, again, I have, I have a lot of insecurities, because who doesn't? Um, but I have a lot of ins- insecurities, and I have a very deep fear that I'm hard to love. And, um, so it would just be nice, um, to date somebody who I know loves me and, like, in some capacity, if that makes sense. 
Like, the idea of having to get somebody and eventually they'll, like, love you and then, like, be in love. Like, that stresses me out. I'd rather have somebody who already cares about me and then it becomes something more. But I also, I say I want that and then I'm like, they're, like, I don't, I don't know if I'd want to date a friend of mine. But maybe I haven't met the right friend. It really, I don't. Who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know anything about relationships. I mean, I feel like I know a good amount about relationships, but not, like, dating. Like, I, I truly dating, like, I also, I kind of want somebody to pursue me. Like, that would be nice. I have always been, like, the one to make the first move, the one to set up plans. Like, I've always been very, like, forward in it because I I I hate the game. I hate the oh dude, like like I don't like it. I really don't like it. Like oh my god, does he like like I don't like it. I hate that. So I've I've tried to always be very forward and be like, hey, I like you, or we should like hang out, like things like that. Because it's just like like let's just cut the crap. <laughs> let's just get to it. Um, and so I'm pretty forward, and I've never really had anybody pursue me first like I've never had somebody be like I mean like do you want to go on it like that's never happened to me and it'd be nice but see I say I want that and then when I match with people on on dating apps and like their first message is you're so gorgeous I immediately like get the ick and I want to unmatch <laughs> like guys who um and it's mostly just guys girls don't do this to me but guys who like message you and they're like you're so beautiful or you're so gorgeous I'm like stop like I don't like it I don't like it so I don't know what I want maybe is what I'm trying to say my Venus is in Leo so um I I feel like I'm very idealistic in love you know like I again like it, it feels very much like dialectical to me like I, I feel both ways where I'm like logically you know I I understand if somebody doesn't like me that's fine but then or like trying to be practical about things like that but then like in my heart and like in my dreams like I am very cheesy and romantic and like the idea of like love letters and like friends to lovers like I I love all of that I really do I think it's so cute I think it's so oh my god it's 11 11 probably not when you're watching this but I'm making a wish and I'm making a wish for you too anyways um like, in my heart, I do really just, like, there was a Taylor Swift secret message um, for Stay, 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 and it's daydreaming about real love, and I just, like, I like I do that all the time, like, daydreaming about real love. Like, I I love daydreaming about real love. Like, I, I do. I love the idea of love, and maybe that's why I love Valentine's Day. I love the hope behind it. I mean, I love seeing people in love, and I, I just love love, whether it's just loving my cat, loving my parents, loving my sister, loving my friends, loving Kenyan, <laughs> even though sometimes I hate it. Um, it like, I, just, I love love. I love love. And so I, I think that's part of it. I am one of those people who would like, unironically watch um, Say Yes to the Dress love that show I love weddings I've never been to a wedding um I've only I've been invited to two weddings in my life one was one of my mom's co-workers um had a big Indian wedding in India and like you go for like 
a week. Like, my parents left for, like, a week. And we were technically, me and my siblings were technically invited. But I was, like, a nerd in middle school. This was when I was, like, in middle school. Um, I was a nerd in middle school, and I just didn't want to leave school for a week. I was like, it, I'm going to miss too much. It's too important. Like, I can't miss it. And now I'm like, I'm so stupid. Like, I, I should have gone to India for a week when I was 12. That would have been incredible. And it would have been the first wedding I went to. I did, and then I got invited to my cousin's wedding, and I, I, I didn't end up going because my mom didn't end up going, and it was on my mom's side of the family, and my dad was like, I feel like it's just weird if your mom doesn't go, and anyways. So I, I've never been to a wedding. Please invite me. And then another cousin of mine got married recently, like in um, November, no, October of 2021-ish, um, but I was in school, and... Um, leaving would have been too complicated like traveling like it wasn't during the break or anything um and I was designing the newspaper weekly um and it would have it would have just been too complicated like I didn't have the time one I was on a full course load two I had a job with admissions and three like I was designing the paper every week like I didn't have a ton of free time um so the last thing I could do was like go to Italy just like during the like I also I think my my college probably had rules about like travel like you probably can't travel outside of the, the county or, or even the state or maybe I mean I feel like probably they would have been like you can't go to Italy if it was Italy it was somewhere in Europe maybe Spain either way um my brother did go which was cool um but I I didn't so um yeah I've never been to a wedding but I I, I love say yes to the dress I know what kind of wedding dress I want um I don't know why I'm talking about this on a video. Um, I don't really, I don't really know what kind of engagement I would engagement ring I would like. I um, I watch a lot of The Bachelor too, and like they talk about engagement ring types. I I'm I've been watching Love Is Blind season two, and like they talk about engagement ring types, and I I don't really know what kind of taste I would have in engagement rings. Um, Wedding dresses, I do think, because I, I wear dresses, I don't wear a lot of rings. So I'm like, I don't really know what kind of ring I would like. Um, I feel like I'd want something a little bit, like, I don't want, like, a very traditional, like, just one band with the one di diamond. Like, I feel like I'd want something funkier or a different rock or something. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. But, um... And honestly, for me, I don't really care if it's, like, not, like, unique. I just mean that I don't really like when I see an engagement ring and it has a very thin band with, like, one... Like, I just don't like that kind of look, but I don't really need to be one of those people who, like, my fiancé designs the ring. Like, that's very cute and sweet if people do that for you, but I don't particularly care about that. Nor my wedding dress. I don't need to design my wedding dress. Like, I'll, I'll just take a wedding dress that is already there um but yeah I love say yes to the dress I really like um Hailey Page I think her dresses are so beautiful um and they always have like color in them and like they're very like I just I I, I love her she's very like modern and I like things like that um and then there's another designer who I, I wouldn't wear her stuff because it's just very blingy and a lot of the time it's like a very sexy panina tournay i think is her name i i watch a lot of say yes to the dress is my point um <laughs> i don't think i'd want to be on it though because that seemed like i just i don't think i'd want to be on it 
Um, but I do, I love weddings. I do. Um, but I've never been to one, so maybe just like, although I, I do think it'd be more fun to go to my first wedding of age where I can like drink. That sounds fun. So I don't know. Let me see what else I had written down in my little note card so I don't lose track of time. I feel like I've talked about all of this. One of the things that I had written down was my thought about like love and television shows. I don't know if this is interesting to anybody else, but I am one of those people who, like I said, ships are so important to me. I like ride hard for ships. I think when something has a love story, like I know that this is probably bad. And as somebody who is like an English major and cares about literature and narrative, like I, I don't think that romance needs to be in a story for it to be important and worth telling and like compelling, but especially in television or movies like if there isn't a couple that I like vibe with like I will care less about the show like I will um I need a ship to keep me invested into a show um or like the characters have to be really interesting but there are television shows that I've given up on because um I'm like the plot doesn't make any sense. Like I'm getting tired of this and I don't even care. Like these couple, the couples could all break up. Everybody could die and I wouldn't care. And that's kind of when I give up on a show. Um, funny enough, one of the shows I gave up on when I was younger was Pretty Little Liars. Like I, I got to a point where I was like, none of this makes any sense. It's giving me a headache. And I just, I stopped watching it. I also thought that it might be a little problematic that like, the second A reveal was, like, um, the character was trans. She was, like, C.C. Drake. She was trans. And I was, like, I don't know if that's, like, offensive. Like, that seems kind of... And I was, like, younger. I, I, I don't think they made her a villain because she was trans. Like, I don't think her being trans had to do with her being a villain. I think it was just a way for them to say a name and not and it not be like spotted right away because nobody like they were trying to find a guy but it was a girl um because she transitioned like I think that was more the reason why they did it like a plot twist and like like I, I don't think it was meant to be like she is evil because she's trans but when I was younger I was like I don't know if this is like weird um and I was like, I, yeah, I was like, I don't know if this is weird. I don't know if I should keep watching it. And then they were going to do a time jump. And I was like, I, I just, I think I'm done with Pretty Little Liars. But I did recently, thanks to Mike's Mike, Mike King, love you, Mike's Mike. If you ever have an idea of who I am, like somehow you end up watching a podcast of mine, like literally, thank you so much. You are my hero. Love you, King. Um, he, he did a deep dive on Pretty Little Liars and my sister sent me the video and I watched the first one. And he put out two more and I was like, I really, I want to watch, I want to watch the whole show now. So, and like finish it because I never watched the last season. I knew what the last big A reveal was just because I kept tabs on it, I guess. Um, like I knew vaguely what it was. And so I did, I rewatched all of it. And then I watched all of his videos in order again. I watched the first one, even though I'd already watched the first one. And it was so much better having just rewatched the show. Um because I knew everything he was talking about. Like, before there would be moments where I'm like, what, that happened? Um, and this time I'm like, yes, I remember exactly when that happened. Um, and his commentary on it is just genius, and it's phenomenal. I really recommend his content. He's just the funniest guy ever. 
But, um, yeah, I gave up on Pretty Little Liars when I was younger. I was like, this is too much. I'm, I'm done. Um, I think that's probably the only show that I can think of that I've, like, fully given up on. I, this past semester, I've fallen behind on Riverdale because, um... It aired, like, I believe Wednesday nights. Was it Wednesday nights or was it Thursday? I was just very busy this last semester of college. Um, and I just, I, I really, the only TV I watched was, like, either rewatching Gilmore Girls or um, The Bachelor. So I really, I wasn't consuming that much television because I was like, I just don't have time. So, um... I fell behind on a lot of shows, but Riverdale was one of those that I'm like, I see like snippets of what they've done with the newest season on Twitter. And I'm like, I need to like catch up because it's like crazy. And Riverdale is one of those shows that I will defend um, wholeheartedly. I think it's a phenomenal show. I just honestly like didn't have a ton of time, but I do want to like catch up and rewatch that. I was rewatching Pretty Little Liars. So um, yeah. Um, what other I've, I've been watching euphoria obviously but that's not what this conversation was we were talking about relationships in television i'm so sorry i can go on tangents i'm a gemini um if anybody wants to know i'm a gemini sun libra moon libra rising my leo's my venus is in leo as i said earlier uh my mercury mer, mer, mercury mer, mercury i i'm the foreign, and even though I've lived in this country since I was three years old, there are still some words that I don't really say very well. So if I said that incorrectly, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so is in Cancer. My Mercury's in Cancer. What else? My Mars is in Libra. That's all I can remember right now. But um, I love my my Leo Venus. Again, makes me very idealistic. I I honestly I love my chart. What well, I. I might be biased, but air signs are the best. Gemini's underrated. Um, the funny thing about Gemini's is that we are very like everybody says we're two faced, but really we're just multifaceted. I know, like, so cliche of me to say that, but it's really funny that there's this idea that they're two faced because I really feel like Gemini's, especially like those in like popular culture, I feel like it's either a hit or a miss. Like they either suck, like they're the worst people ever, or like they're incredible. Um, like, it really, it really is hit or miss. There are some really shitty people who are famous who are Geminis. And there's some really cool people who are famous who are Geminis. Um, and maybe it's that way with other star signs and I just don't keep up, like, a running count. But I, because, like, I know people's star signs, but I have a bad memory, so I'll forget things. Um, but I never forget who, who's a Gemini. Like, I never forget that because I am one. So um, there are some really shitty Geminis in the world. And specifically in media. But um, I don't even remember how I got to my, my chart. But, oh, we were talking relationships, television. Relationships on television. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to talk about Love is Blind for a second because I just watched the first five episodes of the second season and I have a lot to say. I think Love is Blind season one was great. Like, it was great. I loved it. Um... I think in a lot, like, I think there's so many things about Love is Blind that work better and um, create a stronger foundation for relationship than other shows like The Bachelor, for example, because Love is Blind, like, regardless of the, them, like, not being able to see each other, 
the main thing that you do in Love is Blind is talk to each other for, like, a long time repeatedly and ask questions. And, like, all you do is get to know the person. And that's not what The Bachelor is. That's not how it's formatted. Don't get me wrong. I think The Bachelor is a better television show because of other reasons. Like, I can talk about The Bachelor, but... I think Love is Blind creates a stronger foundation for an actual relationship, which I, I, I think The Bachelor is a wonderful show, like phenomenal television, love The Bachelor, but I don't think it's a healthy foundation for a relationship. Like, it's just not. Um, but you just spend so much more time together on Love is Blind and getting to know each other. And yeah, you don't see each other, which I think a lot of the times, even if you have like I think it's it's a really interesting commentary on like relationships and like attraction because it's like you can love somebody like truly love somebody as a person but how important is like that physical attraction because a lot of the times the people like when it's like oh I'm not attracted to them like it's not like immediately something about their personality bothers you it's just like the fact that you're not like it's just so interesting to me because it's like and it's so counterintuitive to how we date in society because um, dating apps and things like that, or even I feel like when you, like, approach somebody or your initial, like, would I date this person, it's like, are, do I find them attractive? Like, because I, I do think it's very important because I think that level of attraction differentiates between just somebody you love dearly. And again, I, I think... People just confuse love and and different forms of love, and they're like, oh, I, you know. So it's like I I do think it's very important being attracted to somebody, and I do think like if you really love somebody's personality, like maybe their like physical appearance doesn't matter because I have had moments where I like I I don't immediately like when I meet a person I'm like oh I have like romantic interest in them, but then you get to know them and you're like. I like you like I really like you but for me most of the time those people are people that the, when I first see them I'm like oh they're beautiful or they're they're cute like it's never somebody who I'm like nice nice person but I, I'm not physically appealing to me like it's always somebody who maybe I'm not instantly like I want to kiss them but I am instantly like okay they're pleasing to look at if that makes any sense so I, I don't know. I don't know. And I obviously, I don't think that's the most important thing. And I, I have liked a lot of really ugly people in retrospect. Um, there are some guys that I've liked that are just like, in retrospect, it's like, I was way too good for you. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean that in a mean way. <laughs> um, yeah. Or maybe you were just, oh, we were not a good match. Let me not demean people. But, um... There are people, I think, in retrospect, when you're very, like, into somebody, and then after the dust settles and you no longer have those feelings, you can look back and, like, because you realize all the negative things that they brought into your life, you also start to be, like, they're kind of ugly. But that never happens with people who, like, it ended on, okay, like, things ended okay or, like, they rejected me, but it was, like, cordial and, and kind and they were, always, like, that never happens. Because again, I like I don't take the rejection itself personally. It's just like how you treat me as a person that then influences if in retrospect I'm like, oh, they were ugly. If that makes any sense to anybody. Um, I think I say that too much. Anyways, like does this make sense? I'd need to stop questioning if it makes sense. It makes sense to me. So um But yeah, Love is Blind is so interesting, but season two, 
sorry, I went on a tangent. So season two, the first five episodes, great television, like truly great television. But there are some, like, I, I don't feel off the first five episodes that any of the couples, like maybe one of them that like later we see, like, I just genuinely don't think that any of them are going to last. Like most, like the couples from the first season, the problems they had off the bat, like they didn't feel as like, like they felt compatible even if they had issues. Like this, these couples just like, they don't feel compatible to me, like most of them. But there's this one couple that, um, this really pissed me off because the woman was like religious, um, which is fine. But then she said she didn't believe in evolution and the guy's an atheist who's very much one of those people who's like, there's no science that proves God is real, so God isn't real. Which, like, are the two extremes of it. I mean, I, I honestly, I think the extreme of I don't believe in evolution is more extreme because there's no, like, that's fully based on faith and, like, believing and what you've been taught and there's no questioning to it. Like, I, I think my hot take on religion, I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with being religious. Um, well, obviously, but, like, I think that if you're religious and you also were like, oh, oh, like I believe in science, like the people who like work at their faith and like care about the relationship with God, but I don't know, maybe I shouldn't talk about religion. I just, I think that sometimes people believe things because they were raised that way and they're like, okay, yeah, this is the truth and what I was believed, what I was told. And so it's true. And I think honestly, to me, that's a less compelling and interesting like way and reason to have faith I think people who like work through their relationship with God and put effort into it and like are constantly examining like their faith and like believing like and their relationship with God and what like their um scripture says I find that a lot more interesting and a lot more like committed to like the belief and like it's like you actually, like, you walk in it and you, like, every day you're, like, that feels more, and maybe this girl does and I just don't know her, but the conversation came off, like, yeah, I, I, like, I don't believe in evolution, like, God, like, it didn't seem logical or, like, it just, it really rubbed me the wrong way, and they got engaged, sorry, spoiler alert, I mean, I didn't see who the couple was, but after you see the thing, and they're just, they're not gonna last, um, I also just think it's really damaging, um, to have this, like, I feel like she's just perpetrating the idea that Christians don't believe in science. And, like, that's just not true. Like, your relationship with God is completely separate from the fact that, like, you believe in science. And, like, those two things, like, do not interfere. Like, that, that, it just, it drove me crazy. Um, and the fact that he wasn't just like, we are fundamentally like uncompatible and they, like, I, I don't think you need to agree 100% on everything with your partner. Um, like I don't, I really don't. Um, but even on things like religion, I don't think you need to agree, but, but somebody who has a view that's so extreme of like, I don't believe in evolution. Like that's just a red flag. That's giving like anti-vaxxer, like gonna homeschool our kids like kind of person and I, I just think that's too extreme especially for somebody who's so vocally like 
critical of like religion and believing science specifically and like there's no proof to it like that it's just not gonna work it's really not he also like when they went to mexico because after the couples get engaged they all go to mexico and like a weird like it's like a honeymoon but they're not married whatever um they all go to mexico to like spend some time together before they go back into the real world to try to live together and stuff um when they were in Mexico, he's, like, a vegetarian. He's been a vegetarian for eight years, and she ordered a steak. And he was like, I'll try the steak for you. Like, it just... That that just... That's crazy to me. One, how did you not get sick? Because as somebody who's been a vegetarian for probably close to eight years now, um, I literally, at one time, Taco Bell gave me a regular crunch wrap instead of a black bean crunch wrap and I took one bite. I barely had any beef and I vomited. So I just generally don't understand how he had a steak and he was fine. Maybe he wasn't and they didn't show it to us, but um, I don't know. And then it, it just also, it's like, it seems very back and like, 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 sorry, I don't know why I burp every single time I do this podcast. I'm literally so sorry. I, like, I just, it feels so, like, not firm in your beliefs. Like, I don't know, he seems so sure about it, but then it's like, you give up being a vegetarian, you give up, like, like, I, I don't know. I just think that sometimes people are too picky in relationships and deciding, like, you know, this person has to be exactly all, all of these things. I'm reading Rachel Lindsay's book right now, Miss Me With That, and she, like, in every little section, not every section, but every, like, few sections, she'll have a, like, her list for, for guys at, like, 18, and then she has one later, like, as it evolves, like, as her relationships evolve, like, her list changes, but I, and I think sometimes people have too narrow ideas of what they want in a, in a person that they get too picky, and somebody does one thing wrong, and, like, they, they count them out, but I also think some people are too, like, willing to, like, I care about this person and we have a connection. So these fundamental things that are, like, very important to me, like, I'm not going to, like, that's, it has to, it has to be some in-between. Like, it has to be an in-between of, like, realizing that you're never going to find somebody who's exactly perfect, but also not being so willing, so desperate, like, wanting a relationship so badly that you were willing to just let go of things that matter to you I mean I also think that there's a lot to be said for just like having a relationship and enjoying the time that you're with that person very much knowing that it's it, like it's not leading to marriage and I think then in those moments you don't necessarily have to have like like compatible life plans and life views because you know necessarily that it's not like you know especially when you're dating when you're young like that's not like if I date somebody right now it doesn't need to be like amazing because it's not like oh we're but these shows specifically it's like you get you get engaged so that obviously has to be something because it's like also if you do get married and then you have a kid like then you're just bringing a kid into like dysfunction and um it it's just not good like it's I don't know it just baffled me like it really baffled me I have a lot to say about love is blind but I do want to talk about the bachelor a little bit (laughs) Um, and then I'll talk about my favorite ships and television shows, and then I'll probably end this podcast. But, um, The Bachelor does not create a good foundation for love. It just doesn't. And if anybody thinks it does, um, like, statistically, you're wrong. 
And also, I just don't know how you watch The Bachelor and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, forming a good relationship. And, like, me saying this on a podcast, like, I am disqualified now from being from ever being on The Bachelor because you need to praise the process. And honestly, I don't think I want to be on The Bachelor. I've said many times, oh, it'd be nice to be on The Bachelor. I honestly, I don't think I want to be on The Bachelor. Um, I don't. I'm, I, I read Game of Roses' book, How to Win the Bachelor, and frankly, it feels like too much work. And I, um, as much as, like, being an influencer would be nice or whatever, I think I have other, like, like, genuinely, I have other career paths that interest me more. I mean, I am doing this podcast, so, like, a lot of Bachelor people do podcasts. But I, I think I just, like, I have things, like, I don't want The Bachelor to influence pipeline of a career. Like, I don't. Um, I'd really only want to go on The Bachelor and then become famous, like, to have just connections and doors open to me and things like that. Like, I think it'd be nice. Like, those people can, can if they get big enough, like, Tyler Cameron's in, like, television shows and, like, a lot of them write books. And, like, that, like, ease to do things sounds really interesting, but I don't know. I just don't think I want to be on The Bachelor. But I'm also at a point in my life where I'm not looking to be married. Um, and I think to have a chance you need to out like you need to have some relationship experience I have none and um have a genuine interest in being married I I genuinely think you do need to have some interest in being married and I don't at this point I think I'm too young so I don't know maybe in a few years if I really want to be in love I'll change my mind but I probably won't be able to um because of everything I've said about the Bachelor franchise, I wrote an article for her campus when I was at Kenyon about the Bachelor, the, about the Bachelor's um, history with racism. So I, I just, they probably won't, wouldn't cast me. But that's okay. Anyways, what was my point? Oh yeah, the Bachelor process like is isn't built to to form healthy relationships. It just isn't. Here are the facts: you spend way more time with the women in the house than you do with the lead. Like, the game rewards you, like, trauma dumping on, like, The Bachelor um, to get further ahead. It's just, like, and, like, I, I think it, maybe maybe I'm wrong because I've never been in a relationship, but I feel like something really, really key to a relationship is, like, being, a, like, just spending time with the person. Do I enjoy this person's company, like, not, like a lot of the time? I feel like that's very, very important in a relationship. And you just, you, you can't, you can't figure that out. Like on The Bachelor, you just can't. Maybe fantasy suites when you're like with the person the whole night by yourself, no cameras. But I just, I just feel like you, you can't figure it out, which is why Paradise works way better because you spend all your time with the person that you're interested in. And those couples last way longer, which is what I was saying again about Love is Blind. Like it just, spending time with a person and having conversations like free of distractions which is what shows like paradise and love and spine do well that like you just you have no distractions of the outside world no job to go to you're just there for that amount of time and you talk to that person for however long you need and you get to know everything that like that's that's great it expedites a relationship but the bachelor even though it does expedite a relationship i feel like you still don't genuinely get to know like if you enjoy like spending a lot of time with a person and if you are like 
it also something else that Love is Blind has done well is that they focus in on certain locations. So, like, the first season was filmed in Atlanta, um, and only people from Atlanta, like, were, were, were participated in it. And I think that works way better because, like, the location where you want to live, I think, also creates a lot of um, conflict in the relationships that come, up, come out of The Bachelor. Um, and I also just think public relationships are really challenging. Like, everybody who's been in a public relationship, I said that. I'm not, like, saying something groundbreaking. But, um, and then compounded with the fact that a lot of the times they edit, like, the runner-up better than the person that the lead picks because they're trying to get a future bachelorette or bachelorette in. So a lot of the times the the people who don't end up are, like, portrayed better because they're trying to get you to root for that person so you tune in for the next season. Um, so a lot of the times the love stories don't even really get proper airtime and proper, like, care. Um, again, with Rachel Lindsay, like, she's still with the guy she picked, and they edited that they edited that relationship so that so many people were upset And um, when, when she picked the guy that she picked. And they're still together and they're still happy, but we didn't get to see, as an audience, that love. Like, and I was still, like, happy for her because I wanted her to be happy and also he's Colombian and I love my fellow Latinos um but especially Colombians are very Colombia is very close to Venezuela so love Colombians um and so like but it's just like it's not it's not a good foundation for love um but if I'm on the show in five years I never said this I'm kidding I'm not going to be on The Bachelor um my dad also said that he would never go on The Bachelor. I watched The Bachelor with my parents a lot, and he's like, I think also I'd rather just be a Bachelor commentator. I find that way more interesting. Like I said in my last episode that I like would love to just watch a season of The Bachelor happen um, without being a contestant. I really, I, I think I would hate to be a producer, though. I really would. Um, yeah. Anyways. <sighs> My favorite ships in really my in in television shows. Um, I'm a Jess and Rory stan from Gilmore Girls. I'll, I can make a whole other episode on Gilmore Girls because I'm coming up on an hour and I don't want to make this too long. Um, but I I really I I love watching relationships. It brings me so much joy. Um, it's just nice, even relationships when they have tension and like I'm a sucker for a like the one that got away storyline. Like, I'm a sucker for that because I love daydreaming and, like, romanticizing things. And so I'm just like, oh, the idea of, like, somebody, but then it didn't work out. Like, those kind of really, but then you connect years later and you end up together. Like, those relationships, just, they kill me. Like, I don't know. There's something about it that just, like, I I love. Um, But, yeah, Annabeth and um, Percy, classic. Um, I really, the only thing that comes to mind is Gilmore Girls. It's because I'm re-watching Gilmore Girls. Um, here's my hot take on Rory's relationships. Dean was the worst of her boyfriends. Yes, I'm teen Jess. Yes, I can admit that Jess did things wrong. Was Jess the most perfect boyfriend Rory ever had? No. I think they were the most compatible, and I liked their relationship the best. Um, and I once saw somebody say that, like, a person's ship, or like one of the characters is who you resonate with and another character is like your type. 
And I feel like that's true for Jess and Rory because I relate to Rory because um, she's a Libra and I'm a Gemini, Libra Moon, Libra Rising. I, I really relate to, to Rory. Um, and Jess Mariano is totally my type. Like, I swoon for him. Lauren, Logan Huntsberger, great, great boyfriend. Like, he has certain issues too, but all of them, all of them had issues. Um, Logan wasn't perfect, but like, people who say that to discredit Logan, like, Jess also had his moments. He did. Um, but Logan Huntsberger just isn't my type. Like, he isn't. Like, it was a cute relationship, but I would never date Logan Huntsberger. Um, so, Team Jess. But for for a lot of reasons. I have a lot of new ones. Takes on Gilmore Girls. But again, I, I could talk about that forever. But Dean. Dean was the worst of her boyfriends. Okay? Like, yes, Rory did things wrong in their relationship once she met Jess and she liked him. And I do think Lorelai's influence I think Lorelai influenced Rory a lot by being like, I don't like this Jess kid. Like, Dean's so good. I really think if if, if Lorelai was 100%, like, pick whoever you want, I trust you, like, or didn't opinionate, I do think Rory would have gone to Jess sooner. I think she was in her head about her mom judging her choices. And, like, her mom was like, you're, you're stringing Dean along. Dean is the best. Um, and I think if somebody had been like, hey, the way Dean's treating you, isn't that great? Like, I think maybe she would have been more inclined to go to Jess so I, I do think that she didn't handle that whole thing super well I can admit that but Dean was jealous of Jess before Rory ever gave him an indication that she was interested in him she he hated him off the bat he yelled at Rory even if you're jealous at somebody like I'm sorry if I was in high school and my like and like we're both like teenagers if my teenage boyfriend yelled at me because I was like hanging out with another guy like I just I think jealousy honestly never a good look it really isn't a good look and the way he was jealous and it's just a lot of things like when you're watching it back like he's just so annoying there's just one episode where um Lorelai is gone for the weekend because she goes to a spa with Emily and so Rory has the house to herself and and Dean's like so what are we gonna do and she's like oh I, I wanted to do my laundry um, the way that I like that my mom won't let me and like ordered the food my mom doesn't like like I just I want a day to myself and he was like so rude about it like truly so rude she was like are you mad and he's like no I'm a saint but I'm not mad and I'm like you're not a saint you're not a saint somebody wants to spend some a night at home like you're not a saint she doesn't have to spend every free night she has with you she doesn't she wanted to do her laundry and and eat food and that's fine like, if, if you're dating somebody and they're not fine with you being like, I just want a night alone, like, that's, like, and then he gets really jealous because Jess comes over and it's like, it wasn't planned. And even then, he just, he yells all the time. He yells at her more than once. He's, like, passive aggressive. He's one of those guys who's like, I'm a nice guy and is so, like, passive aggressive about, like, I'm a nice guy and this guy isn't a nice guy. When Jess and Rory break up, Jess, Rory goes to college and Dean is married. Dean still gets jealous when Rory speaks to Jess. She's not back together with Jess. Jess doesn't even live in Connecticut. And Dean is like so cold to Rory because she gave Jess the time of day. Like, you're married. She doesn't belong to you. Um, and he's just like, I care about you and he's not a good guy. Like, it's just, it's so, he's just, he gives off, I'm a nice guy, like, but, like, I just, I don't like Dean. I think he's mean to Rory. I think he's a hypocrite. He's so jealous. 
about Rory speaking to another man, and then he has no problem cheating on his wife um, with Rory. And one, he should have never gotten married. Two, he shouldn't have cheated. It's just, it's very complicated, and I hate Dean. I'm a Dean anti. Um, even though Logan's not my type and not my ship, if they ended up together, I genuinely would have been happy. Like, I genuinely would have been happy. Um, and I, I think they're really cute. And my sister's a Team Logan, and we love Team Logans in this household. But if you're a Team Dean, genuinely rewatch the series and, like, tell me if you would want him to be your boyfriend. That's all I'm saying. He was he was mean. He was mean. I don't like him. I'm a Dean anti. If you've never watched Gilmore Girls, none of this means anything to you, but you should watch Gilmore Girls. Big fan. Um, and then Luke and Lorelai, obviously Luke and Lorelai are solid. Um, that's a whole other conversation, Luke and Lorelai episode of my podcast. So we're, we're at an hour, so I'm just going to do a little wrap-up. Um, if you took the time to watch this, if you watched the last episode, this one went a lot smoother. My phone didn't cut out my audio didn't cut out like everything just recorded smoothly which is wonderful and I'm so happy um but yeah if you if you watched this episode um I hope that it was somewhat organized I was just talking about my opinion on relationships fictional um real life some little stories about myself I hope that this had like a consistent theme I wanted it to be a theme but me still kind of like I still went on tangents because I talk a lot um I also, maybe if I start getting more comfortable, I'll make these longer, but I just don't know if anybody wants to hear me talk for an hour, so I don't know if I should really do two hours. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for watching this. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, new episodes weekly. I'm still not sure what day of the week because I didn't want to post my first episode on Monday, the day I'm recording this, but it ended up going, it ended up like going up on Monday because I had trouble um, I was depressed last week, and then by the time I got around to editing it and uploading it, like, I had some technical issues because this is my first time doing all of this. Um, so that was really hard. And so, like, all of that, like, made this a lot more challenging. So it wasn't supposed to go up on Monday, but it did. And I, I'm still, I'm going to record every Monday, but I don't know what day of the week these will be released so depending when this one is released whether it's Wednesday or Thursday or maybe even Friday that will be my regular upload day from now on I will be recording on Mondays but I'm posting whenever this one goes up um subscribe to my YouTube channel um the first podcast like as of me filming isn't available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts yet because my account needs to get verified but hopefully that works out so this one will be up at the exact same time the audio hopefully will be up at the exact same time as the video on my YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, podcast episodes will be uploaded there, the video versions um, where you get to see my cute face and my cute outfits because I will be dressing up once a week simply for this podcast. Um, yeah, and just and follow, I think you can follow podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. I'll have that um, below and Twitter. I will be posting new episodes on there. And you should follow my Twitter anyway because I'm hilarious. Um, I'm going to end with, like, outfit details. Um, this shirt my sister got me. I have no idea where it's from. She, ha she bought it for herself and then she didn't want it. Um, it's like a very cute light pink. Then I'm wearing these Madewell overalls that I wear all the time. I love Madewell jeans and these overalls have lasted me like years. And then my earrings 
are um, Oat Milk Angel on Etsy. They're these little snail, male snail love letter earrings. I'm gonna show them closer. And my nail color, I normally, I wouldn't do this, but like it, my nail color is Venus by Lights L Lacquer um, from Kathleen Lights on YouTube. Love Kathleen Lights. Um, she had another um, nail company, nail polish company, and I bought like all of those colors. And then when that one ended, I was so sad, but she started a new one. This one's called Venus. Um, and I, I, last Valentine's Day, I painted them Venus too, because I just think it's so fitting. Um, the goddess of love, and it's like such a fun, sparkly pink. Um, so those are my outfit details. Um, if you're interested in my fashion, I'm not very fashion, like I don't know much about it, but trying my best. Um, so yeah, thank you so much if you watched this. Um, next week's episode, I don't know what the theme will be. If you have suggestions, comment down below. Uh, my sister recommended for this episode that I do a question box with like relationship like advice, but I, again, my first episode went up the day of my of my recording this, so I wasn't able to do so uh, do that on my Instagram. But maybe the next episode I'll do does any like like Q and A or like advice. Um, but yeah, I hope that this had some kind of line, some kind of narrative structure. Um, it was all in the same theme-ish, but um, I kind of wanted to touch on a bunch of different things. Fictional love, real love, um, dating, TV shows, my own experience with love and relationships, all of that. I hope this episode touched on that. Um, it was all I had in my little, my little notes that I wrote for myself last night so I would be composed for today. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is really fun. This, this recording went way smoother than the first one so hopefully the upload and editing process will be the editing and upload process will be a lot smoother too i won't have to cut much of the audio and stuff like last time i had to cut the audio together and the video together because there were more than one there was more than one video and the audio cut out a few times even in the second 40 minute video so um this one went a lot smoother and hopefully the upload process will too so this can be out Wednesday or Thursday, and um, I'll see you again that day next week. Um, thank you so much. If you're watching this, I love you, and I hope you find love soon in whatever capacity or way you are interested in. I love love. Love is love, as Bachelor contestants say once they've been engaged. <laughs> Even though that is a, <laughs> a phrase originally used by the LGBT community. But anyways, um, I love you. Love is love. And um, talk to you soon. Hope you guys had a wonderful Valentine's Day. And if you didn't, I'm your Valentine. Hi, I'm so stupid and I forgot to give out an award. So um, this week's Emmy Award, <laughs> um, EMI Award, please do not sue me. Um, <laughs> this week's Emmy Award goes to, um, for Best Relationship on Gilmore Girls, goes to, um, I want to say Jess and Rory, but objectively, it's Luke and Lorelai. So congratulations to Luke and Lorelai for winning that. Um, the Emmy Award for wor Worst of Rory's Boyfriends goes to Dean. Um, I'm a Dean auntie, so yeah. That's it. I don't know if I'm going to put this in.
before my outro or just in the outro? If this is my new outro, then um, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, comment down below any ideas you have for future podcast episodes. Love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Peace and love. Peace and love.